Hey guys, Melvin here, and it has been a sucky month for Unexplained and in my personal life, so there was some neglect going on. But we did record a podcast, and uh, we actually live recorded it on Facebook. This was to celebrate getting 500 likes, follows, and people submitted questions, everything. It was a lot of fun, really. So, because things have just been so hectic and me basically being lazy at this point this is the show from our facebook special unedited yep i didn't even bother editing it's just getting uploaded and on the 31st a um in case you missed it will be going up but probably not going to be the best one so thank you for watching and yeah, this was just an off month. However, in August, I promise we will make it up to you. August is going to be a darn good month. So thank you guys for watching, listening, liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. And we'll be seeing you next time. <sighs> Here we go. OBS back open. All right. We're going live in. Oh, as soon as this connects. There we go. We're going live and. Three, two, one. Add a title. God darn it. <laughs> All right, let's add a title. Jeez, it. Lord, I forgot how to spell special. <laughs> how do you spell special? S P E C. Oh my God, I can't remember how to spell special. S -P -E yeah. That's embarrassing. Special. All right. Now we're going live in three, two, one. Or not. Any time now. Thank you. Okay, now we're live. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to a special Unexplained Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Melvin the Crimson Taurus, and joining me is my co-host, the dealer of mystic goods, the third-eyed mystic herself, and the happiest of sad girls, the ever-so-lovely Niamh. Hello, everybody. Thanks for all the many titles. Oh, well, thank yourself. You're the, <laughs> you're the one who came up with them. <laughs> so, Niamh, can you tell these fine folks why this show is special? We are celebrating because we hit 500 likes and follows on Facebook. Woo woo! <laughs> yep. So, which is pretty freaking cool. Wasn't expecting that. I'm happy we hit it. It's awesome. So, um, to semi-celebrate, I decided to have a type of uh, Q&A thing and, well, just hang out and yap about nothing or everything or some things. I don't know yet. We'll see where it goes. Now, here's something that's a little different, too. Niema has come up with some questions for me. I have some for her. Um, we have some submitted questions. And 
And it's going to be all over the place, but yeah, Niema is going to semi-interview me, which has never happened to me on Unexplained before. I don't think anyone has <laughs> ever truly asked me anything, so, you know. Yeah, I hear you. I'm who asks all the questions. So, um, Niema, we're going to get started with the first question you have for me, and I think... Yeah, no, no, I think. Let's let's hear it. What do you got? Okay. Well, I would say our first question, just because we're celebrating 500 likes and how far we've gotten. So from the time you decided to start Unexplained Possibilities, I kind of want to hear what made you decide on it and say, hey, I'm going to start this podcast. It's going to be about paranormal experiences. Okay. Well... That is a complicated one to um, to answer because technically I did not start it. I mean, I started it, but I did not start it. So unexplained possibilities is not my um, it's not my original child. I guess you could say I adopted it. <laughs> um, it was actually Rose who came up with the idea, and oh, I. Oh, Rose, poor Rose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. She's asleep right now anyway. Um, <laughs> freaking Ozzy. Um, so this actually goes back probably 10 years now, maybe a little over 10 years. But it was another show on YouTube called Alien Addictions. And I've mentioned that several times. And uh, a good friend of mine, AP, ran it. And, um, oh gosh... I don't know how to mute. <laughs> I, I'm getting Facebook messages. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that doo-doo is going to come through. Um, anyway, um, yeah, my good friend, A hi, Angie. My good friend, AP, ran it, Alien Photog, and he did his thing. He was talk about aliens and whatnot, and that's where I met Rose from his website. We hit it off, and... Even though uh, Alien Addictions ended maybe a year to two years after Rose and I met, uh, Rose wanted to do something. And she was like, okay, Mel, we got we to gotta do something. We, we should have our own type of show or something like that. And I was like, uh, no. Because <laughs> I just, I no, I just didn't want to. Like, I didn't feel like it. And she kept bugging me and bugging me. She bugged me for mm, for a long time until I finally said, okay. <laughs> so the problem is, the reason why I said no is because, and I love you, Rose, but I knew that somehow I would end up doing 90% of everything. Oh, my goodness. And... Turns out I was correct. Call me Melstradamus. And um, and I knew she probably wouldn't be able to do it long term like I would. Because, you know, she has a life. I don't. But, you know, that happened. Um, but, yeah, Unexplained came came from Rose. And originally it was going to exclusively be about aliens. But I talked her out of that because of what happened with Alien Addictions. And AP, he got caught in that format where he can only speak about aliens and 
he wasn't able to branch out the way he wanted to. And this is now where I take credit for this because I didn't want a name like Alien Addictions. It's just too specific. And you get you get caught, you know? So the name Unexplained Possibilities, of course, I always take credit for it, came from me. And it's that way to always have an area to speak about it doesn't necessarily have to be about the paranormal or supernatural because as you know we spoke about um um uh, we spoke about cops every now and then i might get political uh we'll speak about um um the more um psychological part of the field etc etc and and you know, so I wanted that diversity with the name, and thus unexplained possibilities came forth. Now, wow, really? Someone's gonna start that big V8 truck up? Okay, uh, no, <laughs> no, that's a V, that's a V10. Excuse me. Yeah, that's that Viper truck. Thank you. Anyway, um, so let me let me get to the point here. I'm sorry, I'm long-winded. Oh, hello, Ed. Um, we're not live on YouTube at the moment, but usually that's where we do our live shows. But as of right now, since it's a special, we're doing we're doing it on Facebook. And if you have any questions for us, go ahead, ask away, and you know we'll do our best to answer and you know celebrate with us. So thank you, Angie and Ed, for being here. Appreciate it. Um, what was I saying, Emma? Gosh, you, you got, you trailed off quite a bit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> huh. Oh, anyway, um, now I remember. So, yeah, the, the name, it had to be there where you can have diverse topics and not just a single thing and, and, and thus, here we are now, um, I'm actually thinking about it, and honestly, I really didn't think I would do unexplained possibilities for this long. I wasn't thinking that I would actually enjoy it the way I have, because that first episode, first few, are terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's 100% Rose's idea. I just took over. Well, she threw it on me. <laughs> so, hope that answers. Thank you, Rose. Yeah, Rose gets credit, so she, <laughs> you know, even though I do all the work, but still, she gets credit. Okay, so question for you, Niamh. Okay. When because originally you came on as a guest, and and then yeah. I asked you to, to host with me, so. What did you think when when you were a guest on the show the first time? Because, like, this was before we went live, and I think the first show, I have that recording somewhere, too, was, like, two hours long, and I had to edit it down. But what did what was your thoughts going through that? I mean, of course, I, I was very surprised. Like, um, 
just surprised that you contacted me and had interest in what I had to say. Um, and that was a great episode. I feel like I really like, I think I've listened to it once or twice, like reminiscing. I'm like, that was a really good episode. I enjoyed who I was in that spot. Um, and then when you asked me, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is right up my alley and what I wanted to do in the future. So I just thought, oh, this is a great segue into my own podcast or um, the subject matter. So, yeah. Okay. And this actually leads to another question. And this is, oh, my gosh, I just had a brain fart. Wow. Uh, okay. Hold that thought. I got to what? get up real quick. Okay, well, then, <laughs> yeah, can you tell this is our first show again? Good Lord. Try a new platform, and everything just goes out of order. But it's okay. Everyone's first show sucks, even though this is, like, I think the 77th episode of this. But we're not on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Therefore, it can suck. We can get away with it. All right, Niamh, you back yet? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's a question from one of the listeners. Okay. All right. What is the scariest podcast episode you've done? What's the scariest one? Yes. Now, that might be hard for you to answer. No. I know. I, um, I don't think it was a podcast. I think it was... When you when you wanted me to do voiceover, mm-hmm. and I forgot what the subject matter was, but I just had nightmares. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, it was like, I, oh man, something the strangest. Uh, I don't know. It was that one and Black Eyed Kids. When we talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know what? That's the one. And I think that was a podcast. So, yeah. Okay. So, the Black Eyed Kids episode. Um, and every now and then on Facebook, Angie will tag you in something Black Eyed really? Kids related. On Instagram or Facebook when she finds something just to freak you out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a real hard time with that one. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm... You're fine. <laughs> I want to know one of your own paranormal experiences. Oh. Um, okay, so this is very weird. And this is actually um, a question someone asked as well, what our paranormal supernatural experiences were. Um, so this is this is hard for me to answer. And the reason being is because I don't really classify my experiences as experiences because it's usually, or rather, it comes from someone else and I just happen to be there. So, you know, I, that I know of, I have not been taken by aliens. I, I have not. You know, my house is not haunted. I, I'm not psychic, so I, I don't, you know, get visions and all of that. 
But I will share this without saying names that I have felt uh, different beings and it was the most bizarre thing. So yeah, I guess you could count this as an experience. Um, it was last year or year before last, one of those. And um, someone was going through some stuff and I'll just say they're in the occult, but oh boy, did they have things pop up and everything. And I felt demonic energy, so to speak. And it's not exactly, it doesn't feel exactly like I thought it would have felt. And, mm. you know, it's going to sound crazy, but I felt the energy of King Paimon and how... Mind you, this was like 1, 2 a.m. And all of a sudden, I hear freaking drumming, like, coming from outside and everything, like at a sporting event, which is weird. It's like, what? At 1, 2 a.m.? Okay. And then I heard, like, bangs, like people were popping off fireworks, which, that's nothing new, but at the time, it should not have happened. And his energy was heavy. Um... I felt Lilith's energy, uh, yes, Adam's first wife, Lilith. I felt her energy very, very ancient, and I don't even know, like, it's snake-like. Um, let's see, it was another energy, oh, uh, <laughs> this one was trippy, because Beelzebub showed up, which again, I know sounds crazy, but all of a sudden, I see a bug come out of nowhere and it just starts crawling and i don't know what type of bug it was i don't know where it disappeared to but on the other end though the person who i was speaking with they saw flies just randomly show up out of wow. nowhere and while we were speaking like the phone started to click and everything <laughs> so it was it was weird man it was weird so, I, I, yeah, that, that's an experience, even though I, it wasn't directly to me, it was indirectly, and it was from someone else, but, you know, that happened. Yeah, I, I think it counts if you can actually feel the, the presence or, like, the energy. Okay, so we'll go with that then. What about you? I mean, where do I start? You know, I feel <laughs> like I've had so many... <laughs> But I would say the most one that kind of freaks me out and like has stuck stuck out in the past couple of years is uh, maybe like three years ago, I woke up and there was just this older gentleman like sitting on the side of my bed and he had like the meanest look in his face and it really freaked me out. <laughs> and I was like yelling for someone in the house to... You know, like, are you guys seeing this? And nope, no one was there. So, oh. yeah. Okay, that that is a little freaky. So, after that, did did any more experiences happen, or did you just shut yourself off to that? Like, nope, not going there. Um, no, I think all throughout my life, like I've had, you know, some stuff happen like that, but. 
it really just, I, yeah, I guess I don't like allow myself to be open to where I'm like, Hey, everybody come in, say hi, like show yourself to me, you know? But I definitely do have experiences like clear audience and, and whatnot. So. Okay. And you know what? This is a good question too. This is from Angie and she always comes up with intelligent questions, makes you think, um, okay. specifically for you, Niamh. Okay. Did you ever have a bad trip while on shrooms? And what is your most eye-opening experience on shrooms? Wow, that's, that's very deep. Um, I've definitely had what may be considered a bad trip uh, just because it was like... I feel like shrooms can amplify uh, the energy that you keep around yourself and like any, anything that you're kind of uh, subconsciously dwelling on. Mm -hmm. So if you have unresolved feelings or you're like down on yourself, that will kind of be multiplied and uh, just brought to the forefront, but with an intention that you need to just deal with it and get past it. So shrooms is like very th therapeutic, but I think some people get in the headspace where they just can't find their way out of the bad negative thoughts or like coming to the forefront of their mind that needs to be dealt with. So I, I, I don't know. I think I've had one trip like that where it was very difficult for me to just transcend that negative energy that I myself was, you know, indulging. Mm -hmm. um, and then the most profound, I don't want to say, I feel like it's a very cheesy thing to say, but uh, when you're on shrooms, you just, notice how everything is connected and breathing and you realize that everyone on the planet is your friend and yeah so that's i mean i guess that's more profound thoughts that i realize while I'm on shrooms okay uh would you recommend i try some one day you know and that was going to be one of my questions because because I remember the show, I was super into dreams and super into psychedelics. And I was thinking, okay, has Melvin even tried psychedelics yet? <laughs> and also, how's your dream recall? Wait, say that last one again. Your dream recall. Can you recall your dreams better now since three years ago? Four um, years ago? Okay, so I have never tried any type of psychedelic and <laughs> I can't say I'm too interested in it, unfortunately, or fortunately. Uh, I mean, come on, you know, I don't drink or anything like that either. So, you know, it's not my calling. It's just, it's not for me. Um, <laughs> I'm actually thinking what I would be like on shrooms. And, you know, you probably won't. <laughs> 
you probably won't remember this, but when I was thinking about having uh, having you on as uh, you know permanently, I uh, I remember I was scrolling through your Twitter thinking majigger, and you mentioned something about snails and like oh my gosh people forget about the snails and stuff. And it's like <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all connected. We're all part of, you know, this earth. You forget about the snails. Yeah, so that's actually one of the things where I was like, I gotta get this chick on. But, um, yeah, psychedelics are not for me. I doubt I would ever try any unless I'm on my deathbed. You know, it's like, what the heck? Why not? I'll, I'll just party it up since I'm about to fork over anyway. So, but as of right now, no, I don't have an interest in it. Now, um, with Dream Recall, that is a yes and a no. I, I would say this. It is much better, but the problem is when you're starting from zero, even 5% <laughs> is much better. So we're at about a 5 right. out of 100 at the moment. So it is better, way better than what it was, because before it was just fall asleep, wake up. <laughs> fall asleep wake up yeah. so now it's fall asleep wake up fall asleep wake up but maybe on the fourth day of the week like hey i remember a toe so you know it, <laughs> well, no, i'm, I'm right. serious it, it is it is better though honestly it, it is it is better i'm joking around and everything but i have had some interesting dreams um, one I will definitely not share, but <laughs> I, I have had some interesting ones. And now that I'm trying to recall them, I actually can't, which is rather funny. It's like, well, you're on the spot. Uh. So, oh, well, it is what it is. But the dream recall has gotten better. So I, I am appreciative of that. Are you religious? That's a question for both of us. Are we religious? No. Be more specific. We have <laughs> to kill time. I, I'm I'm so one of those people that's like I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. <laughs> what makes you spiritual? Um, you know, I. That's a really good question. I just feel like. When people say religious, I think it's follow one faith mm -hmm. and you zero in on it and you believe, you know, go to church and do your thing and read whatever book that you support. And that's kind of the one faith that you follow throughout life. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely more of a person that's like, I know there's a bigger picture. I recognize and a lot of different uh, faith, faith, I don't know how to say that in plural, but you know what I mean? And I don't commit to one ideology, so. All right, so you're yeah. a gumbo, a mix of everything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, as for oh. me, I am definitely not religious. In fact, I started to resent certain um, certain religious beliefs, which I know I shouldn't. And I I understand that 
you know, we go towards what makes us comfortable, what connects with us, but at the same time, you have to recognize certain pitfalls and certain violence and just contradictions of things that it's just not right. And I mean, I'm pretty sure people know what I'm getting at without having to say names, but it's just, it's just not right. And when you preach one thing, but do another, it's just a slap in the face. So I'm not religious. I suppose you could say I'm spiritual, but then saying that I don't really know what it means to be spiritual. You know, at at one Mm -hmm. point, (laughs) this was back in high school. I, um, Oh, boy, this was freshman year, actually. (laughs) Um, This was before I left traditional high school. But anyway, at one point, though, I I used to say I'm a Melkinus. And, of course, people were like, what the heck's a Melkinus? Yeah, Melkinus is the belief of I am God and everyone else is my servant. So get away from, you know, just something crazy and stupid. Just... Just to keep people away. But no, I, I'm serious. If someone asks, are you, what religion do you follow? Are you religious? I would say, I'm a Melkinist. But, mm-hmm. but now I, I can say that I am a believer in many different things. And I'm also a believer that there are many different paths. But the end is still the same. Just getting there that's different. And unfortunately or fortunately, because these paths are so different, it shapes us and it gives us a unique perception on things. But at the same time, it also divides us because we we struggle trying to accept one another, trying to accept something that is different than what we know. And I don't know why that's so difficult. So that's actually part of the reason why I stopped or I don't have a religious background. I don't follow anything. I'm not atheist or anything like that, but I don't want to exclude someone's ideals because they're different and they just don't match up. Mind you, I, and you know this, Niamh, I am quick to call someone an idiot, but, mm-hmm. but, most of the time, I don't really mean that. It's just something that happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm not religious, and I just went on a huge spiel, and I don't even know if anyone got that or not, but I did, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> okay, so now here's a Bonnie question, which is awesome. Hi, Bonnie. So... What would scare you both the very, very most if you came in contact with it? Alien, spirit, demon, angel, cryptid, spiders, etc. <laughs> what would scare you the most? <sighs> Your cat screaming. That's scaring me the most. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think personally it would be a demon just because um, I have this like pre ingrained in me that, you know, it's it's bad. (laughs) So, and I think um, just talking to Melvin and like kind of seeing where Bonnie's at, 
I'm like, maybe I should, you know, not think so negatively in that regard and kind of just expand my mind a little bit on, uh, I think I listened to a podcast with Bonnie and someone else. It, I think she was a demon, demon in name. Oh, Brooke. Yeah. The last one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I listened to that podcast and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I just have this total pre-ingrained uh, representation of demons and I just need to really change the way I see it. Well, um, so yeah. but, the, but I would say, you know, before now that I'm coming to, you know, thinking a different way, but before definitely like that would be somewhat frightening for me. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to say black eyed kids, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know. <laughs> oh yeah, like no, what I could just. Is that, what it? What is? What are black eyed kids considered? Um, they're a mix of things. Some say well, they're like it, it's weird because they they have a little bit of alien lore and vampire lore mixed up with them. So okay. you, you pick one. Uh, <laughs> now the with the demon thing, and I'll answer that question in a second. But with the demon thing, you know, every good story has to have a hero and a villain, whether it be a comedy, drama, whatever. There's always a hero. There's always a villain. And if there isn't a villain, someone is made a villain. And unfortunately, demons have become that that villain. And our outlook on them, our perception is just totally topsy-turvy. Not saying that we should, you know, trust them with open arms and say, hey, buddy, you know, I'm not not saying that at all. But I am saying that looks can be very deceiving and we have to dig deeper into why are they portrayed as the big bad and learn this history and find out the real truth behind it. Um, and once we get that perception once we understand that then there would be a total change where it's like okay so the ideals of good and evil i mean it's such a human concept to begin with but how we can't exactly apply it to things in the paranormal or supernatural field because they work differently they're older they're smarter they're interdimensional and their concept of good and evil is much different than ours. And I've used this example before, and you might remember it, but let's say there are, um, let's say there are people on some volcanic island and the volcano's about to erupt, so to appease the volcano god, they sacrifice a virgin or somebody and throw throw them in there. Terrible way to go, but yeah. <laughs> would that make them evil, or would that make them trying to live and appease something that they don't understand? Mm. You know, it's almost like that with, with demons. Like, they do the things they do for a reason. It doesn't necessarily mean they're evil. We we just don't know why they do it. You know, we can try to understand. We probably never will. But, you know, that's just me. And, yeah. 
So, what scares me, though? Yeah. Um, that's a good question, because I could very easily say everything. Uh, <laughs> actually, okay, so this is weird, because it's not really anything paranormal that, like, really scares me. Like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable around certain things, you know, I don't want to be around Ouija board mess, and I'd rather not be around people casting spells or all that. Some psychics make me uncomfortable, you know, but not scared. What scares me are things that buzz. Bees, wasps, hornets, they <laughs> scare me. I can't handle it. Even if it's on TV, I can't, I can't do it. I, I just can't. I freak out. I break down. I, I can't. That's what scares me. That... <laughs> Man. That that's honestly it's bees and the buzzing and ah I know it, it's the weakest answer ever, but I'm being truthful. Okay. Like aliens, they wipe your mind. Ghosts, I don't know. You can always it's whatever with them. Demons, uh, you just try to understand them and respect them. But bees, nope. <laughs> <laughs> are you allergic i don't know i've never been stung <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. so yeah that that oh yeah um okay so Teresa has a question for us and she says would you both be scared if you could not wake from a dream being chased by a demon uh, uh, um I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've always, I've, you know, I'm quite often put in a spot where I'm dreaming or astral projecting and I get attacked or I feel like, uh, you know, so-called demons or whatever, whatever it is, is like trying to harm me or do, do something to me. And, I'm always able to pull myself out. Um, yeah, that would be scary if I if I couldn't wake up. But you know, I think I've just experienced enough to know that I always can get out, and that's reassuring for me. <laughs> well, I think chase dreams in general are just scary. <laughs> no, like like seriously, because you're being chased, you don't know by who or what. And yeah. you you have that real fear. You actually feel like you're being chased. And I wonder if that comes about from an experience that you may have actually lived and you just don't recall, or if it's uh, an, ex an upcoming experience. It may not be someone legit chasing you, but it could be a fear you have and you're trying to run away or avoid something in your life that you need to confront. Um, but now, again, this for me, this is harder to answer because we, we go back to going from zero to five. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's very hard for me to uh, answer this question, but... Yeah, I would be freaked out. It would scare me if, if I couldn't wake from a dream and I'm getting chased by a demon or something. He's blah, blah, blah. You know, I want your soul. You know, you hear that. Like, 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah, I think that's just natural because it's something that you can't control and you're trying to get up so badly. But at the same time, you have to wonder where does a dream like that come from? Assuming it's only a dream and it's not uh, outside influences happening, which that would suck if so. Oh, speaking of dreaming, uh, my cat is actually dreaming right now. She is moving her tail and her paws and her mouth and everything. It's really cute. Aww. See, my cat's quiet, unlike yours. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine calmed down for the minute, but I'll be back at it. Um, on, You know what I would be scared of in a dream aspect is a recurring dream mm-hmm. that you know, something scary or something was just messing with me. And if I, you know, just kept having a repeat of that, I think that would be really terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be freaky. But then again, why are you having it? Mm-hmm. Um, and Teresa also says, what if good and evil are both the same coin and by throwing it, you go through it to learn something I think that's true. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, I think, like I, like I was saying earlier, the human concept of good and evil is flawed. And because of that, we tend to not see the lessons that we can learn from things when it goes bad. Or or even if things are going really, really good, we we have to find that balance. You have to experience bad things. You have to experience darker things to understand and appreciate when you get those light things, those good things that happen to you. And you need those good things to happen to help you get through the dark times and dealing with those evil things. So yeah, it's very much a balancing act that I think, yeah, we do go through for a reason to learn. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, so I, I do hope that makes sense as well. And, oh, that's a good question too. Do you believe that dreams are alternate uh, ugh, Melvin English what is that do you believe that dreams are alternate alternative realities uh, I think I, I did I did think about that at one point because I feel like sometimes I dream and it's almost like a parallel universe mm-hmm. or something really similar and I'm getting a download for the day but it seems similar or a little bit off and then it's like it happens the next day I don't know so is that your official answer you you don't yes um you know what I I think from a certain point of view they can be alternative uh I'll, I'll just say alternate because for some reason, alternative, just, yeah. Right. This makes you think of rock music. Um, yeah, I think from a certain point of view, they can be viewed as alternate realities. And the reason for this is because let's say that there is a multiverse. And let's say that there, there are 
past lives and if we're energy and energy can't ever truly disperse then we always carry it with us so we're going forward but we're also living on the side and sometimes that energy connects and i think when we dream depending on depending on the dream itself and what's happening it might actually be us viewing something from another version of us in another universe so to say i i know that sounds kind of weird and it's like uh, but i think that sometimes they are a window to different realities that we have lived in or might go to but mostly i think dreams can be seen as a bridge to the conscience and subconscious where you get the answers even though they're very confusing answers but you get the answers to questions that you are seeking in life and that you truly need to know because i think that we know the answers to all our problems it's just we have trouble accepting said answers mm -hmm. so i think that's mostly what dreams stem from and then you know you have those dreams where you're just freaking horny and you know you might might go to a, a whorehouse or something you know never had one of those though that would be interesting <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, gosh. Excuse me. Sorry. That took a turn. Are <laughs> you trying to put something out in the universe? or? No, no, no. Never. <laughs> no, the only thing I'm putting out into the universe is bring me money <laughs> right now, please. Did I ever show you my sigil? Mm -mm. Really? I never showed you my, my sigil. Hold up, let's, let's show this. Uh, you guys are in for a treat if you haven't seen it. So this is my little money sigil I made. And um, it's it was when I was doing some candle work and trying to get some income going. And believe it or not, that it really worked and it is still working. And I, I can't explain it. I'm not going to try to, but it's really cool. So anyway, here's my sigil. So that should be popping up right now. There it is. So, Niema, if you want to see it, just tune into the stream super quick. And, or, well, it's a delay, but it'll show up when it shows up. And, Niema, do you do magic, actually? You know, we'll, we'll go into this. Oh, is that a question from the audience? No, that's a question for me. Oh, um, you know, sometimes I... I... I do um, do a little bit of sigil work on a full moon, you know. Okay. I dabble, but nothing, nothing too crazy. I'm, I'm still uh, reading the initiation to Hermetics, and I think when I'm ready, I want to start practicing in that way. Okay. I kind of just went in for it. <laughs> <laughs> No guts, no glory. No, it was a, a very simple candle spell. And um, it was a green candle. I lit it. And what's happening here? Oh, I lit it. And I would say affirmations and what 
I wanted the universe or what I want to send out to the universe to send back to me. And I was burning the candle over a 20, a 10, a 5, 50 cent piece, uh, I think a peso. So, <laughs> yeah, I was making sure my message got through. And in the process, I decided, like, let's come up with some type of sigil, money sigil, which... You know, that took a while to come up with. And then I'm not good at drawing or putting what's in my mind out there. And I have to thank Angie K a lot because I don't think it would have gotten done without her. Like, she taught me how to curve the lettering and all of that. But, um, yeah, so anyway, there's there's my sigil. And... Uh, yeah, I claim and I obtain, and as you can see, there's a dollar sign, um, one of the symbols for Earth, and then, of course, Taurus, because I am Melvin the Crimson Taurus, and, um, inside of it, it's Greek, and, ah, uh, I can't think of the words, well, one of them is, I manifest, and I can't remember the other ones. That's going to bug me. I actually want to remember what that is. Because I want to try and redo things. Darn it. Niema, what does that say? What? Uh, inside. The Greek lettering inside the sigil. Uh, Torah. Uh, I don't know. What does it translate to? Darn it. Money? Just kidding. <laughs> You know what? Let me look this up real quick, cause that's gonna—it's really gonna bug me. Like, it's gonna drive me crazy. What the heck does this mean? Uh, give me a second, guys. Yes, I know we're live on air. I know this is terribly unprofessional, but hey, this is what you get with me and Niema. Yeah, let me drag you down there with me. Yeah, definitely, cause I was apparently supposed to know. <laughs> okay, so now. This is another Bonnie question, and this one's actually really funny. So I'm asking this while I'm searching for what these letters mean. I know one is manifest. All right, so Niema, if abducted, which is pretty funny, if abducted, what would you say or do to object from being taken? Well, I mean, uh, so the most recent experience where I felt as if I was abducted, um where they kind of just took my astral body, I pulled out right away. So I, I rushed back to my body after a little bit because I felt myself like going through the window and I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep my eyes closed and just wait for imagery or to see what's going on. And sure enough, like an alien, you know, with elongated fingers was prickling my face and it was very uncomfortable. It's, it was almost like getting a tattoo. Like it's not unbearable, but it's just not pleasant either. Mm -hmm. So uh, after a while, it's like, okay, this isn't, I don't know what's going on. This isn't really entertaining. I don't know how to act, you know, um, definitely like a weird experience. So uh, I think mentally you can pull yourself out of it and go back to your 
your body or whatever it is. Cause I felt like they affected my astral body. So my physical body was still in my room. So I, I was able to get out of it. If that makes sense. And then yeah. I woke up in my room. Okay. Um, well, Oh yes. And by the way, um, it means the, the Greek, it is, I have, I bring forth and I manifest. Mm. Yeah, ha. I'm slick like that, and I actually do have a double agenda on why I am showing this off, because again, I am slick like that. Okay, so we have a couple of other questions as well. Sorry guys, I forgot to scroll on this thing. I don't know why it doesn't automatically scroll, but that's okay. So to answer first Bonnie's question about what would you do to object to being taken? Well, unfortunately, it's not much you can do because it depends <laughs> on how you're being taken. It, sometimes they just not, if, if you're physically being taken, they knock you out. <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> it's like, what are you? Um, and it, it's pretty interesting the, the different tools they use because sometimes they flash a light in your face and you're out other times they'll place a hand on your head you're out and I know at least from reports with Zeta Grays they stare at you in the eyes they kind of hypnotize you and you have no idea what's going on and people will report I remember seeing those eyes those big black eyes and they don't know what happened next thing you know they're in bed and it's like what? So, if it's like that, eh, not much you can do. Um, if it is more spiritual or astral and you are aware, then yeah, you can fight back. I mean, you have to have a very strong will, but at the same time, it depends on what they're trying to do. If they're only trying to communicate with you, then, I mean, I suppose it'll be easier to get away. Uh, whereas if they're like, no, this is happening. I don't think it's too much you can do to object. I mean, you can wave your fists and yell and scream. And you can say, I don't want this. Don't you come back. Uh, it's not much you can do. Like, I would just kind of have to take it. <laughs> and just hope. And just try to make a deal with them. Like, hey, make this as quick and painless as possible. And I don't want to remember any of it. And we're good to go. So. Yeah. That, that I think is the best we can do. Um, okay, so uh, Angie has an awesome question because I know this is right up your alley. What conspiracies do you believe in and why? Gosh. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh... <laughs> Where do you even start with that one? Jeez. Um, I guess I would just go with, um, you know, the typical, um, the elite is governing the world and kind of new world order type of deal. Um, I went through a recent rabbit hole of conspiracies on Reddit. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> so and melvin had to talk me out of me thinking i had a parasite from an alien abduction so 
you know, I, I just don't know where to go from here. But, and then I also went through the whole, you know, Hollywood and they're doing, you know, rituals and sacrificing kids. And I'm just like, ah, I'm going to go crazy. I need to get off Reddit. <laughs> yes. Too much Reddit bad for you. Yeah. So, I don't know if that really answers your question, but... No, you're supposed to ask... The question was, what conspiracies do you believe in, and why? Man. I feel like I'm getting to believe the whole Hollywood scheme. Um, yeah, and the elite stuff. But, I, but then at the same time, I, you know, I try not to dwell on it or research it too much because I just feel like I'm just going to get sick. Sick of this world. Mm -hmm. So, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, pretty much. Now, conspiracies for me. Um, I The JFK assassination, which, you know, it was totally government and mob and no one will ever convince me otherwise. 9-11, uh, I truly believe it was an inside job. Um... You know, and a lot of people, they lost their lives for no reason to go to a pointless war over oil, most likely. Uh, and it, it saddens me. You know, again, I could be wrong. I don't think I am. But that's some of it. And it bugs me. Um, I am not a believer in the NWO. Unless it's wrestling, which was awesome. And Hogan heel turn. Yeah, Niamh, you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like NWO, what? Uh, NWO, the New World Order. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I'm not a believer in the NWO unless it has to do with WCW when Hogan turned heel and he was with Nash and Scott Hall. and Oh, man, that was awesome. I mean, it broke my heart, but it was awesome. Uh, yeah, again, you're, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing I was like. Uh, so, what are we talking about here? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What other conspiracies? Uh, oh, Space yeah. Program. Okay. So, what? Space program. Like everyone thinks that it's not a thing, but it is a thing. No, I don't know. I, I'm not a believer in the secret alien agenda, because for one thing, it's not that much of a secret, but for those who don't know, the alien agenda is, um, Gray's allegedly made a secret deal with, was it Eisenhower at the time? Might have been Eisenhower. Anyway, it, they made a deal, and they would take a certain amount of humans for cattle, and experiment or do whatever with them as not to take the whole population and just destroy the planet, even though they were going to do it regardless. And they're, the greys are with the reptilians and and they um, they are secretly replacing people and infiltrating the world governments and slowly taking over and humanity is going to be made into slaves and all that and blah 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 then we get into the galactic federation of light like honestly if i met an alien and they said i'm part of the galactic federation of light i would laugh so freaking hard like really dude seriously no 
I, I can't take that name seriously. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a believer in that. But I, I am a believer in some of the ancient alien uh, theory. No, I don't think aliens built the pyramids. But I do think that they were portraying gods to our ancient ancestors. I, I truly do believe that. And I believe that there are aliens who walk among us in human form. And I don't know why. <laughs> I guess they're on vacation, but yeah. Hmm. So that. Yeah, you guys are getting an inside look into Melvin's mind right now. <laughs> so, again, this is only because this is a special and we hit so many likes and follows. And by the way, we appreciate you guys doing that. It's super awesome and it, it feels really good. You know, it, it's freaking awesome. So I hope that you um, you continue to like and follow us. And be sure to, if you haven't done so yet, go to our YouTube page, Unexplained Possibilities. Hit that uh, subscribe button. There we go. I'm so used to the other way around. But yes, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And be sure to go to all of Niema's channels and, and follow her as well. You know, hit that subscribe. Go to her Instagram and say... Hey, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, always message me like that. <laughs> if someone does that, you will be my hero. Just, just leave, leave a message. I don't care how you do it. Just, hey. Oh my God. You sound like the guy from one of the characters from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher. Oh Mr. Garrison? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a new one. No, I don't know. Maybe it's a different one. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so Teresa had another question, and this is going back into relation with the dreams and realities. And she's asking if you believe we create our own reality. Of course, I feel like it's possible to get to the point where you are um, manifesting uh, your reality. I don't think it's easy, but I think it's it's like a learnable skill. I think you can easily take control of your life and create it the way you want. Hmm. I am actually going to take it a step further and say not only do you create a reality on this physical planet, if you're able to, of course, focus and bring things into uh, fruition, into existence, but I think we also create the reality that we go to in the next life, or at least part of it. So it could be your version of heaven. I believe that how we live influence how we're going to live in the next life i i believe that if you are positive if you try to be a decent person you don't have to be the best person in the world and you know no one's asking for that and, you know you don't have to run into a burning building to save a baby i mean you can try but chances are you die but you can try but calling 911 being concerned and doing something instead of just standing idly by that makes a difference right you're a hero in that regards um so i think 
what we put out is captured into and molds and creates a reality that we will eventually go to. Um, so, you know, it is, it is something, in my opinion, to trying to be positive and look at things on the bright side because this physical body, it is only temporary. And while things aren't going smooth here, it doesn't mean in the next life it's not going to go smooth. It's just, you know getting through it which you know some people can some people can't unfortunately but yeah so I, I definitely do think we create our own realities um, in, in many different ways mm -hmm. so oh man you got me thinking darn it Teresa not supposed <clears throat> to think why yeah, because we're supposed to I don't know. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Okay, um, Niamh, this is a question from me to you. Okay. Do your friends know that you do this? Your friends or family? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, uh-huh. My, my sister knows, my mom knows, uh, my uh yeah i mean my roommate knows uh sometimes yeah i don't i don't think i have a lot of people in my life like that but <laughs> definitely the three or four that are close to me they all know <laughs> i think they just most of them just don't have an interest in it <laughs> like i'm the only one with an interest oh so they're like oh don't worry that's just my little daughter she's being crazy with her weird friend. Ignore her. Right. Well, well, my mom's religious, so. Oh gosh. I'm I'm frowned upon right now. Oh no. Yeah, so that's fun. You need Jesus. Uh, something like that. Well, it, in her regard, it's more like certain things shouldn't be dabbled with. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, welcome to the dark side. Right. Darn. Ah, uh, well, she still loves you. Right. I I got lucky in that regard. My mom, she doesn't care. She's as open as can be when it comes to this type of stuff. Actually annoyingly open to where she asks too many freaking questions. Oh wow. Yeah, that's so refreshing. That's good. Yeah, so but my mom and I we are so opposite. She's a blabbermouth, and yes, even though I blabber on air and everything, I'm, in in actuality, I'm a very quiet, keep to myself person. I don't like speaking a lot. Hmm. I I know, shocking. Do you have? Wait, I I don't know why I always think your friends just consist of everyone that's on the show and everything. Well, you know, that's the beauty of the show. I've become mm -hmm. friends with a lot of the people who have come on. You know, I'm I'm really blessed. But I do have <laughs> people who aren't connected to Unexplained in my life. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, my best friend, uh, Ryan, we've known each other 20 years, maybe longer. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. No, I lot 21 years now. Wow. And, um, no, 20 years, 20, oh, it's going on, 
it's 20 years going on 21. There we go. And, um, like, he knows I, 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 I do the show and everything. He doesn't support it. He's like, no. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, practicing Christian. Very, very oh, wow. religious. But we're like the best of buds, but we are total opposites. Like, I'm tall. He's short. I played sports. He didn't, you know. <laughs> Wow. So it is so funny, but we are we're best buds. Huh. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh oh. I just did something. Uh Niamh, do me a favor. Start yapping. Uh so yeah, this is me yapping. Okay, and... there we go. I somehow muted everything. I don't know how I did that, but we're oh, no. we're back to normal now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I forgot about that. Well, I didn't forget about that, but um, yeah, Ryan, 20, 20 plus years. Woo. Long Impressive. time. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what do you and Niema like and dislike about each other? I don't think there's anything that I necessarily don't like about Melvin. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I think it's refreshing to have someone to talk to because like I said, uh, all the people I know aren't into this stuff and I'm really into this stuff. So uh, I think just knowing Melvin and being on the podcast has made me feel way more normal and yeah, I mean, I think he's been a great friend and it's, uh, <laughs> it's to be on the show, you know, and have friends that actually talk about this stuff. Okay. That was nice of you to say. Um, I absolutely hate you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I dislike everything about you. So that's that moving on. <laughs> no in in all sincereness um there's nothing i dis well no i i take it back the i dislike it when when you can't make a show because it's like god darn it we planned this <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that's about it but uh, okay. other other than that like and i mean that in a joking way i know you you're busy and you have a life it's no big deal um, but what I do like about you though, is you're totally opposite from what I initially thought you would be. And what that means, yeah, elaborate on that, yeah, what that means is I didn't think that, that you had such a, a grand interest in the paranormal, metaphysics, all of that. Like, I, I knew you had an interest, but I didn't know it was as deep as it was. And, you know, you wanting to learn more, grow your knowledge has inspired me to grow my knowledge and, and exercise my brain and try to learn more. And I like that you're willing to be open to listen what is that wow your cat sounded totally human there yeah he's getting 
Um, I like that you're open to new things, new experiences where I have trouble being open. Like I, I struggle with it, but you know, from speaking with you, I've, I try to be a little bit more open-minded to stuff and not call someone an idiot right away. <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> it's hard for me to do. Uh, whoa, I just clicked something wrong here. There we go. But, yeah... I, it's nothing I truly dislike about you. I'm happy to have gotten to know you better and better over the years. And I look forward to continuing our relationship. And and hopefully when all this stupid virus mess is done, we can hang out and... Um, I was getting ready to say eat some burgers, but um, that's not very... <laughs> that's Maybe not eat some burgers, but hang out and go somewhere and just kick it. Yeah. Now, this one is going to be hard for you to answer. And the reason is because whenever it seems like we have a guest on, you're, you're, you're never, you know, it's hard for you to make the guest shows. Uh Uh-huh. So, and honestly, I don't, you don't actually have to answer this anyway, because I'm, I'm not going to truly answer it, because it's no true way of doing it, but do you have a favorite guest? Um, God, I was just looking at her. Uh, yeah, it would be, um, I want to butcher her name. Uh, Jack? Oh, Jackie. Yeah, she was fun. <laughs> Love that. She was fun. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I think I just naturally had an interest in what she was talking about mm-hmm. because she saw auras and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I thought her information was very valuable and I enjoyed it. Okay, that makes sense to me. Um, I, I will say this. If anyone I had on the show is listening right now, they are my favorite guests. Uh, <laughs> that's how I answer that. Oh, that's a bad answer. It's a darn good answer. It's a very, it's a, it's a very middle ground answer, and I'm sticking to it. I don't want to get in trouble. Answer. Yep. So perhaps I have a favorite guest. Perhaps I don't. But. Anyone who listens, they're my favorite guests. So way to go, guys. Um, do you listen to any other podcasts? Uh, yeah. I mean, I used to listen uh, to someone that I'm embarrassed to say now because he got me to or whatever so he, he was a comedian and it was the congratulations podcast and i just loved his sense of humor but he got me too so oh yeah that sucks yeah darn um i listen to a couple of different shows um however i'm shifting from mainstream to more smaller 
uh, shows that I want to see succeed. And a lot of them, a lot of people have actually been on my show, which is awesome. So, you know, I love throwing that support their way. Um, but I actually used to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot. Yeah, that one too. But not so much anymore. I have some disagreements with good old Joe. And <laughs> I don't... I, 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 curious. I want to know. Uh, ask me another time and I might tell you. Okay. But yeah, I have some disagreements with them. And eh, that's that. But as far as what I usually tune into regularly... Um, <laughs> almost everything on RU Media Network. So, uh, Into the Abyss, uh, um, Ashley Storm's show, uh, Storming the Unknown, I think it's called. Um, and then there's Ancestral Eyes, which is really, really good. Uh, that one is interesting because they talk about subjects I know absolutely nothing about, which is uh, a type of religious background with well some of it involves um magic work but not really and then they had shamans and priests it, it was just really cool i i'm learning a lot from that show and i i went in completely blank and every episode i learned something new so ancestralize be sure to check that out niema okay i i, I quite like that one uh, John Jerome, Teresa. Yeah, so shout out, guys. <laughs> Do you have a dream guest that you'd like to get on? Uh, no, I can't think of one. I feel like I should know one, but I don't. Well, no, no, that's okay because... Because I don't exactly have a dream guest you know anyone who wants to come on they're welcome to come on if you know they're interesting and they have a story to tell or, or, or information to share and they're not crazy so made that mistake um i won't say names but You know, now that I think about it, actually, you know who it would be really cool to get on? Who? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. If you don't know who that is, I'm I'm going to pee on your car. Oh, really? Well, it's in a garage, so good luck. Don't think I can't get in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't test me. Have Wait, you ever, have you seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, when we had to review it, that's the only, oh the movie. Yes. Why? But why him? Because Dan Aykroyd is into the paranormal, and he believes in ghosts. Actually, it's the reason why he came up with Ghostbusters, or the story behind it. Um, he's oh. had experiences. Uh, he's willing to talk about aliens, UFOs, different dimensions, and, you know, he's a fairly famous guy in Hollywood, which, you know, normally you don't see that, and he's still respected. That's the bigger thing. Uh. So, yeah, Dan Aykroyd, I, I would like to get him on. Like, that would be freaking awesome. Um, 
you know, I know from I would I wouldn't mind one of the Ghost Adventures people also. Not really Zach. Zach has too much of an ego, but Aaron Aaron Goodwin I would love to speak to. And yeah, but you know, for the most part though, any and everyone is welcome and and even though I was joking joking around with who's your favorite guest, I'm I'm serious when I say anyone who comes on, they're my favorite guest. Because they're taking time out of their day to share their experiences with us, to share their story, and I I very much appreciate it. Mm. Now, saying that, there's another question here, and it is, have you ever spoken to someone you'll never have back on again? The answer to that is, yes. Will I say who? No. But I'll drop a hint. I'll drop a hint. It was through them I met Niema. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so that's, that's the hint. If you guys want to turn into detectives and figure it out, be my guest. Oh, no. <laughs> so, but... Um, yeah, so there there are people, and there I'm, I'm getting ready to put Angie on the spot here, but there's one particular guest that Angie K just despised. <laughs> like, man, I think if she could have, she would have gone like Red Army on him. So, yeah, <laughs> that's there is one person so i again i won't say names i kind of gave a hint already with him but yeah what's angie's what what is angie's uh sign uh she's an aries oh okay yeah so the leader of the bunch a stubborn goat Hmm. or ram whichever one Okay, so now Bonnie had a question for me, and we kind of already answered this, but um, I just saw it here. And she said, or asked Melvin, since doing this podcast, have you had anything you deem as unexplained? Yes. (laughs) So um, that would be filling all those different energies. I can't explain it. It was weird. Don't really want to have that happen again. <laughs> that is just... Ugh. And, okay. So this is a good one, too. We're going to start wrapping it up. But for both of you, for Melvin and Neam, I'm just paraphrasing. For both of you, what would it take to investi- for you to both investigate a haunted location? Oh, man. What would it take? I feel like I would have to be more knowledgeable and confident protecting myself and just aware of the possibilities of... uh, (laughs) 
being contacted or running into stuff. Okay. Um, for me, let's start bidding with the moon and we'll go from there. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've said this before. It's not that I'm scared to go into a haunted location to investigate or anything. It's not that. I just, I truly have no calling to do it. I like listening to the stories and seeing the different evidence captured, but I don't really want to go in there. It's just, I don't have a reason to. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that leads me to a question just in general. If, <laughs> like, what is the purpose of, uh, you know, just going to haunted places or like being contacted from the dead? Like, what does that lead to in a way? Can you help them? Like, can you help dissolve that energy? Can you help them cross over or whatever it's called? Like, what is the end objective? You know what? I think that depends on the person and the spirit. Okay. I, I mean, I can only assume and go by what I've heard, of course, but some people have said that they do it because they want to capture evidence and show that they're are things beyond this physical world okay other people do it because they want to get answers to loved ones or of people who passed on like they like they need to help them get their message across and it might help them move on and then some are just thrill seekers you know they they want to experience that adrenaline that fear or that amazement of oh my gosh dude did you, you know they want to feel that and wow. and then there are some who have more nefarious things in mind thinking that if i do this capture something i'll get a tv show and get famous and a lot of money yeah you know so it really depends on the purpose now as far as the spirits I think some of them, they they like messing with us. <laughs> that simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think others are truly trying to get a message across or some of them are stuck. They don't know that they've passed and they're, they're stuck, they're lost, and they don't know what's happening. Mm. Okay. So, but it, 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 it could be a mix of all of it like i i would that's something i would like to know yeah. yeah so um we'll have to we'll have to catch casper and ask him one day right or just like you know what if like a medium that actually goes to houses and like talks to the spirit that's in the house or whatever it is because yeah, I'm just like, okay, if you talk to them and, you know, do they decide they're going to stay there forever or they're going to move on and then call it a day? I, yeah. Hmm. And this is another question from Bonnie, final one uh, from her. If you had to do a paranormal investigation, I don't know if you'll be able to answer this one too much, but if you had to do a paranormal investigation, 
What three tools would you take with you and why? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would probably just bring uh, my necklace, which is what I usually wear to bed. So I don't feel like I'm getting attacked or leaving my body. Uh, so I would definitely bring that and probably like a few, a few bracelets, just uh, stones that make me feel uh, safer and protected in a way. Okay. Um, for me, I actually probably would forget about protection knowing me <laughs> I, I i just know me so well and it'll hit me like like god darn it should have brought this <laughs> oh my um if i'm investigating i would actually try to use more natural tools uh instead of more scientific tools so to speak so i would use something like dousing rods pendulums and tarot cards that's what i would bring i think communication is more than possible through them because they all pick up on energy and it's using energy and i i think that in some ways is better than trying to use an electronic device which can pick up interference it can be interfered with and the interference might not come from something uh paranormal it just could be it's stupid, you know, it's electronics. They, they short out on you. So I, that's what I would bring, uh, hmm. dousing rods, pendulum, tarot cards. And protection hmm? equipment. And then you bring the communication equipment. Yeah, that works. So, and final two questions here, and then we're going to call it. So, Niema, mm -hmm. this one is specifically for you. Have yeah. you gotten a tarot reading from Melvin? And if you have, what would you say about it? Um, I think Melvin has done two readings for me, and they've always been really dead on. Um, I think the most recent one that we did was really really good and just gave me a lot of clarity and yeah i mean he you know he probably didn't know that he was so dead on but it was really ringing true for me for sure no i had no idea because you had a freaking poker face yeah i don't let on very and finally where do you guys hope to take unexplained possibilities? Um, where do we see it going? I'm just waiting for Melvin to get his studio going. <laughs> so we can record a live show, like live, live. And yeah. Um... Yeah, this is probably more so a question for me. Um, okay, so, right. so I actually thought about this a lot, and I think 
in the very foreseeable future, if Neem is okay with, even if she isn't, I'll still do it. But <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna change it from all audio to video. Um, only reason why it's not video now is because I have terrible internet. That's literally the only reason. And I'm hoping to diversify unexplained possibilities as more of a brand. So, and I think this is the first time I've ever shared this publicly, but I think what I hope to do, especially after this virus junk is over, is not only start transitioning into a video podcast and putting in more production value into some of the other little things that I do, like the two crazies, two believes and all that, I'm actually thinking about creating a paranormal investigation team. And I would call that part of the pro of, um, that part of unexplained possibilities, unexplained investigates. I would certainly not be part of that team, but <laughs> Niema will be. And, um, <laughs> and I would actually like to film little docs or whatever, something like Our Haunted Mind, something like that, and put them up on on the channel or something like that in, in, in the future. Like, I do want to transition to that and also transition to something where it's more magic focus, occult focused. So that that's what I'm hoping to do in in the foreseeable future whereas the main show itself unexplained possibilities podcast will evolve into video and like Niamh said hopefully after this virus junk is done we'll we'll be able to just uh shoot a st uh, shoot a show in a studio or something and joke around and have some fun so, yeah so i hope that answers it and I think that is also a good spot to end it. What about you, Niamh? Yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, I want to thank everyone for joining us and the questions. Like, that's freaking awesome. Very much appreciated. And thank you, Facebook, for 500 likes and follows or whatever you call them. Thank you guys so very much. You know, it's... That's awesome, man. Like, I never thought, like, if I'm being totally honest, I never thought we'd get, like, anywhere past 50. But <laughs> we're slowly getting there. And I, 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 I very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, Niema, thank you as well for joining me on this journey. I mean, I know you weren't here for the beginning, but gosh darn it, you're here now. And... I hope you remain part of it for many years to come. Well, thank you for including me and thank you everyone for your wonderful questions today. I was so surprised at how many questions we got. I loved it. So, and Niema, since this is the Facebook special, and I swear I will not close this out until you do this, you are going to end the show. <laughs> yep. I'm putting you, you on the what? spot. <laughs> think of it because i know you're gonna ask me that i'm like and remember guys <laughs> something goes bump in the night and i'm like i don't even know <laughs>
Well, come up with your own thing. But yeah, so she's probably going to yell at me after this is over. But yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. So because this is a special, you're ending it. Wait, is it? Okay. And remember, guys, if things go bump in the night. Well, no, no. First, first say, remember to follow. uh, Don't forget to follow Unexplained Possibilities on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, etc. Don't forget to follow and subscribe Unexplained Possibilities on Reddit, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, you know, all of that. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And remember, guys, when things go bump in the night, remember to tell them hi. Oh, dear God. <laughs> did I butcher that? You did something to it. I don't know if butcher's the right word. I, I guess I'll handle it. Oh, gosh. Once again, thank you guys for coming out and joining us. Thank you for all the questions. And also, don't forget to follow Unexplained Possibilities on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. With all that said, remember guys, there are things that go bump in the night. Go ahead and tell them hi. Bye, everybody. (laughs) I was so close, but yet so off. Oh, gosh. And we're done. (laughs) Why would you do that to me? Oh, just to get a reaction. Yikes. I I was sweating so much trying to remember that. That is funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love you. Your reactions are just legendary. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I could amuse you. But, yeah, that that was fun. And I'm glad people showed up, asked questions. That was awesome. So, yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll do something on Facebook every every blue moon. Okay. Um, all right. So, do you still want your pendulum tarot card question thing done, or you're good? Um, I mean, yeah, I do. I kind of do want it done because I think you're better at it. And I kind of got a confused answer. Uh-oh. I would know, like, uh, like when you were telling me that stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of confused. I just don't really understand. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll see if we can get some, some answers. Um, gosh, that was awesome. <laughs> now, what deck should I use for this? Yeah, let's just do one deck and like. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to I think. Hmm. I want to figure out who these beings are. Okay, well, I I think you have greys and Arcturians, but I wouldn't worry about the greys. It's the ones over them. They're the ones that are like, huh? Okay. Ow! Just hit my elbow. Um. Okay. Who do we love? Oh. I should probably... Ah, that's okay. It's not needed. Not this time. Let me turn you off. 